Greetings and blessings on this third weekend of Lent. I hope that your Lenten season has been full of grace so far, since it's meant to be a season of grace. And so Lent is not just about the little sacrifices we make, but about discerning where the Lord is directing our hearts. And we discover this as we take time in prayer and reflection. I think the Lord Jesus wants to free each of us from the clutches of consumerism and selfishness, from always wanting more, from never being satisfied, and from a heart that is so often focused um, on the inward. So reflecting upon the seven deadly sins and the corresponding virtues allows us to look at our passions, those that are ordered to virtue, as well as those that are disordered, which lead us to sin. So thanks for joining me this week as we continue our journey through the seven deadly sins and their corresponding virtues. It's my hope and prayer that as we answer the call to conversion, the Lord is stirring our hearts and leading us to repentance. You know, last week, as we know, we reflected on the sin of greed and its corresponding theological virtue of charity and the human virtue of generosity. This week, let's take a look at the sin of gluttony and its corresponding virtue of temperance. So have you ever found yourself at home and a bit bored or feeling down and out and maybe or maybe worthless? Then you find yourself going to the refrigerator or to the cupboards or even to the liquor cabinet. Do you find yourself obsessive over food, never quite content with what you have, always wanting more, not in the sense of greed, um, but always wanting more and or filling not only your stomach, but your entire life with excess and, and still wanting more. We're always enjoying that instant gratification. The heart of these reflection questions speaks to the sin of gluttony. Gluttony can be defined as the overindulgence or lack of self-restraint in food, drink, or worldly things. You know, this English word comes from the Latin word and, and means to, to gulp, it means to gulp. Gluttony worships food to feed our own self-love. In the end, it's about our own self-love. Gluttony is a sin of the heart that manifests itself in the body, and the only way to rid ourselves of it, I think, is to deal with it as a matter of the heart. Two great saints, St. Saint Gregory the Great and, and St. Saint, Saint Thomas Aquinas, they, they laid out six everyday expressions of gluttony. One of them is eating too soon. In other words, eating off, you know, eating on and off all day, beyond the three meals, being mentally consumed with what you eat next is gluttony. Another one is eating too expensively. In other words, focusing too much on the quality of the food, having, having to have the best. In other words, spending a significant portion of your income on special foods you know, that you don't need. A third example of gluttony would be eating too much. You know, that second or third helping, not because we're hungry, but because it's still there on the table. I think we can all relate to this at times, right? Thanksgiving would be a perfect example. And so related to this is eating wildly. You know, that, what I mean by that is eating so quickly that there's barely a chance to taste the food consumed or finish a meal before the individual has a chance to realize how full they are and they just move on to another large helping of seconds or even thirds. Another form of gluttony is eating too delicately, being too picky of an eater. 
these gluttons are excessively concerned about the trivial aspects of food. You know, for them, it's an, it's an obsession to overly analyze how their food is prepared and cooked and even how it looks. Or eating too eagerly. This means spending too much of our brain power thinking about food. Food is always in, in our thoughts. You know, we fantasize about food or the next meal. We think about flavors and textures and colors of food all the time. And in and of itself, that's not bad. If it becomes obsessive, that's when it becomes gluttony. Obesi obesity is not the same as gluttony, though gluttony can lead us to obesity. Gluttony oftentimes is born of boredom. Life is not satisfying or stimulating or relationships feel empty or we're wallowing in our own self-pity or work is boring but food is always there and it tastes so good. You know, as one person puts it, gluttony is a sin not because it abuses a good process, which is eating, or misuses the gifts of the earth, which is God's creation, but also because it mistreats a person God loves, which is you. Food and drink can never cure our dissatisfaction with ourselves or our lives. As I mentioned earlier, gluttony is a sin of the heart that manifests itself in the body. And the only way to rid ourselves of it is to deal with it as a matter of the heart. So how do we do this? Well, by practicing the virtue of temperance or self-control. Now, temperance is one of the four cardinal virtues. And the cardinal virtues are the outgrowth of habit, unlike the theological virtues, which are the gifts of God that come to us through grace. Temperance is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You know, gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to us, but their fruit develops. So we are not passive recipients of the fruits of the Spirit, but rather the Holy Spirit develops His fruit in our lives by working through us to grow our character. And as the virtue of temperance grows in our life, it helps us to, with, with self-restraint in, in areas, um, not just with food, but areas beyond food. Everything in moderation, we hear. And it gives us increasingly self-control over other forms of compulsive behavior, as well as the vices that can negatively impact our lives. In the case of gluttony, the self-restraint can be lived out through fasting. Used properly with self-reflection and prayer, these two are an important part of fasting. Fasting can also help free us of its control. Fasting without prayer and reflection really is just a diet. We all know how, you know, about how diets work. But fasting is a means to an end, not an end in and of itself. It teaches us our dependence on God and helps us to learn how to rely on Him to supply our needs. It also helps us develop the virtue of temperance, you know, that is moderation and voluntary restraint. So friends, during this season of Lent, as we answer the call to conversion, I suggest these things. First, ask the Lord to show you where the sin of gluttony has entered into your life so that you can confess it in the sacrament of penance and pray for Jesus' healing. And secondly, gluttony is a form of idolatry. So ask the Lord Jesus to teach you his way of temperance. You know, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God, Jesus said in the temptation in the desert. And thirdly, knowing that the virtue of temperance leads to deeper communion with the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit to bring to your mind or heart 
someone who could benefit from your fasting. And finally, don't forget to pray each day this week for the virtue of temperance, this fruit of the Holy Spirit to come alive in you. So God bless you all.